I'm Lauren Sherman, the writer behind Puck's fashion and beauty memo line sheet. And I'd like to welcome you to my new show, Fashion People. On every episode of Fashion People, I'll be talking to insiders about the stuff we're all whispering between the press releases. From M&A rumors to celebrity stylist dish to the future of legacy media. Be sure to follow and listen to Fashion People, a presentation of Odyssey in partnership with Puck. Available on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of Unhappy Hour, the show where we bitch about all the things we love to hate every single week. I am your host extraordinaire, Matt Belisai. By the way, Unhappy Hour is sponsored by Blue Apron, because of course my podcast is sponsored by food. This is normally the place where podcast hosts would tell you about themselves, but obviously I'm way too important to talk about myself. So, to list my many, many accomplishments, here is my producer, Barry Finkel. Matt Belisai is a People's Choice Award winner! Boom! He used to host a web series called Wine About It at BuzzFeed. Now he hosts one called To Be Honest! Yay! Where he drinks alone in his apartment, and it's definitely not sad. Nope. He has his own wine, also called To Be Honest, and it's made to be chugged. True. So innovative! (laughs) He'll be a New York Times bestselling author once his book, Everything is Awful and Other Observations, comes out in October. Well, we'll see. I may be known for my many web series, but apparently some people don't like looking at my face, so now I have a fucking podcast so you can just listen to my sultry voice. So here I am. The idea behind Unhappy Hour is that everybody loves complaining about stuff. And if you don't love complaining, then you're the fucking problem. Think of Unhappy Hour as a free therapy session with me, your highly unqualified, bordering on alcoholic psychiatrist. Here is a list of things you'll hear on this season of Unhappy Hour. Special guests like your childhood fave Christy Carlson Romano, a.k.a. Oren Stevens from Even Stevens. Maybe that's another thing I hate that everybody loves, child actors. (laughs) I effing hate child actors. And your podcast fave, Tracy Clayton from Another Round. What is a grit? Why would you eat something called a grit? You're asking the wrong person this question. (laughs) I grew up in Chicago. (laughs) Games like Dumb Debates. And a game we like to call, Who Do You Hate More? Uh, Last one, Jeff Sessions. Who do you hate more? Jeff Sessions or the Rice Krispie Elves if the Rice Krispie Elves were also in the KKK. (laughs) (laughs) Them. You'll also hear my producer Barry's laugh a whole bunch, which has been described as both puppy-like and dolphin-like, depending upon how much you fucking hate her. Oh my god! You'll hear varying degrees of me being drunk, but mostly on the very, very drunk end of the scale. Thank you, Mom. And, of course, the clinking of ice, because we are classy. So, every show, here's what's going to happen. We're going to pick a topic of a thing that I hate, and we're going to talk about it. So, this week, we're diving into Texas. We're going to get real familiar with it. (laughs) And we're going to chat with our very first guest, one Miss Angela Kinsey, a.k.a. Angela from The Office. She's also in the show Haters Back Off on Netflix. She's lovely. We went to her house. We had donuts and mimosas at 10 in the morning. It's going to be great. 
But first, we're going to start off with a little segment we call Worst Things First, the most fucked up shit of the week, where I bring you the weirdest and most fucked up news. So move over, BBC News, because Unhappy Hour is about to get topical. All right. The worst story of the week. Barry, are you ready? Oh, I'm so ready. We're just going to start with the worst one. Do it. A man in Japan named not Stan (laughs) brought home a sex doll. He named it Mayu. Wow. He fell in love with it. Love at first sight. That's what he said. Worst line in this story is as follows. And I quote, When my daughter realized it wasn't a giant Barbie doll, she freaked out and said it was gross. But now she's old enough to share Maya's clothes. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Ah! (laughs) You take your sex doll's clothes and share it with your daughter? Some of the other quotes, human beings are so demanding. People always want something from you, like money or commitment. My heart flutters when I come home to her, though. She never betrays me. She makes my worries melt away. She could melt. I'll never date a real woman again. They're heartless. (gasps) What? (laughs) The doll doesn't have a heart. It's a doll. (laughs) Honestly, I read this article and I was like, I get it. (laughs) My favorite line is the way that it ends. But for now... Masayuki's long-suffering wife, Riho, tries hard to ignore the rubber temptress <laughs> silently taunting her from her, hadra- from her husband's bedroom. <laughs> rubber temptress. <laughs> <laughs> Same. That's me. Also, did you hear about this, Barry? What? Ed Sheeran quit Twitter. Well, then I'm quitting, too. <laughs> what is Twitter without him? I need him. What a hole this is going to leave. What a void. On my timeline, in my heart. I didn't even know Muppets could use Twitter. (laughs) Sorry, Ed. I'm sure he's listening. Ed, if you're listening, and I know you are, I forgive you. He's going to quit podcasts now. Now he's going to quit podcasts. He can't go anywhere. He can't go anywhere without me fucking it up. What's he going to listen to on his commute? What is he going to (laughs) do? No, he was like, people are mean to me, so I'm quitting Twitter. He uses a flip phone. He's fucking out. Uh, What else? A hot air balloon crashed into an alligator pond in Florida <laughs> because, of course, it did. <laughs> My favorite part of this story you know, the only person who got hurt? It was a kid who swallowed too much of the nasty ass water and he got like an infection. <laughs> That's the most Florida sentence ever, though. A hot air balloon crashed in an alligator pond near Disneyland. Disney World. I don't give a shit. Yeah, that's about the worst news of the week. Also, Kim Jong-un is going to kill all of us, mostly the Alaskans. Statistically, there are more bears in Alaska than people. Really? No, but it sounds right. (laughs) That sounds right. You believed it. Google Alaska right now, and the first result is that a man (laughs) fought a bear. That's That's the latest news in Alaska. And that's all the worst news of this week. Up next, we're in a deep dive. Hey, Matt, what's a deep dive? Hey, Barry. <laughs> a deep dive, since you asked, since you interrupted, is where we pick a topic and then we get deep into it. We're going to tear it apart. And this week, it's Texas. Cue the music. Deep dive. Texas. 
Pickup Trucks. Deep Dive. Deep Dive, Deep Dive, Deep Dive, Deep Dive, Deep Dive, Deep Dive. While Donald Trump has been conducting his circus of an administration, doing whatever the fuck they're all doing in Washington, Texas has been down south, slowly regressing into full-blown medieval times without any of the fun jousting or the falcon that comes down in the middle of the performance, even though we're all eating a bunch of meat on plates in front of us. The falcon's so scary. It's so scary, and its beak is so sharp. It's so sharp. We all know Texas, the land of pickup trucks, friendly howdies, and the beach where Robert Durst buried all of those bodies, dressed as a woman. Do you remember that? Uh-huh. Yeah. Florida, obviously, has the reputation as the armpit of America, but if Florida is our armpit, then Texas is our grundle. Sometimes it's great, but sometimes it's just hot, moist, and sticky. Last week, the Texas Supreme Court was like, guess what? You can get married gaily, but that doesn't mean you get all the stuff that straight marrieds get. Like what, Barry? Rights. Oh, no. (laughs) Basically, the Texas Supreme Court in 2017 was like, the Supreme Court of the United States only said that we had to give you marriage licenses, not that we had to give you all the benefits that come with it. Howdy, y'all. You're fucked. That's what they said. And that's not even the worst of it, even though it's pretty bad. (laughs) Maybe it's on par with the worst of it. Basically, in the past year, the Texas legislature has been passing a whole bunch of garbage bills that just strip away a whole bunch of people's rights. It's so bad. So bad. One bill would make it legal to deny adoption services to gay couples. And according to the Daily Beast, the bill would give foster care organizations permission to use conversion therapy what? on children. Oh. Fucked. Super. Uh, there's a bill that would ban transgender people from using the bathroom that aligns with their gender identity. They also successfully passed a bill banning sanctuary cities, inciting an actual fight on the floor of the Texas House Gallery where one lawmaker allegedly told another lawmaker he would put a bullet in his head. Oh my These God. are grown-ass adults who are elected to fucking fight one another, basically. And so now the governor is calling a special session to pass a whole bunch of dumb new stuff that they couldn't pass in the first place. Uh, so that's all fucked up. That is. And it's happening. Right Donald now. Trump's America mm-hmm. down in fucking Texas. Mm-hmm. They're driving around in their pickup trucks, mm-hmm. picking up women mm-hmm. and bopping them on the head. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked. So those are like the worst, worst things about Texas. But there's also a bunch of smaller things that fucking piss me off about Texas. And I feel like they should apologize for all of it, even though Texas is bigger than me. So I don't want to blame everybody from Texas because also Beyonce is from there and barbecue and breakfast tacos. And also I'm afraid of conflict and I don't want them to beat me up. Mm -hmm. And I will be going there later this year. Oh, no. (laughs) If you're listening and you're from Texas, you're not the problem. Unless you are. And you should know that. And here's a list of things you should fucking apologize for. One, a Gary Busey. (laughs) A.K.A. Texas in human form. He's loud. He's crazy. He's got big ass teeth. They're also responsible for Jeb Bush. 
objectively the worst bush. Objectively. Jeb. What kind of name is Jeb? John Ellis Bush Sr. <gasps> Jeb. J-E-B. J-E-B. Like Job. Like Job from Arrested Development. Wait a minute. He's a senior? That means there's a Jeb Jr.? God damn it. There are too many of them for me to keep track. <laughs> there are so many Bushes. I feel like Jeb Bush right now is on his way to the bathroom at an Outback Steakhouse, and he accidentally walked into the kitchen. And now he works there. <laughs> He's washing dishes. Matthew McConaughey. Fuck him. Sam Grittner, really funny guy on Twitter, tweeted, a pair of flip-flops fucked a dream catcher, and their son is Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Exactly. Right. <laughs> uh, what else from Texas does Texas have to apologize for? Sandy from SpongeBob. I love Sandy. No. Oh. Get the fuck out of my ocean, Sandy. <laughs> Fritos are from Texas. You know Frito, the chip. I like Fritos. No, they taste like morning breath. They taste like how your foot feels after you step on hot sand. What's next? Fajitas. Fajitas are from Texas too, because they're a fucking made up food. Also, fajitas represent everything I hate about food and Texas. First of all, it sizzles at you. I don't like a food that is immediately <laughs> aggressive and hostile when it comes to my table. B, you have to assemble it yourself, like a piece of Ikea furniture. It comes with instructions. Fajitas, f- fuck off. What else is on this list? Dr. Pepper, the worst of the doctors. <laughs> Not a real doctor, doesn't have a PhD. Next up, ruby red grapefruits. What do you have against grapefruits? First of all, they taste like if semen were empty. What? <laughs> what? If semen didn't have sperm in it. Think about it. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to think about that. It, it makes no sense. Proteinless semen. By the way, in like 2008 or some other year, Rick Perry, <laughs> who I think was governor before he was on Dancing with the Stars, Ugh. vetoed a bill that would make it illegal to text while you were driving because he was like, we don't want to get into people's lives. Adults can make their own decisions. Unless you want to have an abortion. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Boom. What do you got to say to that, Rick Perry? <sighs> He's in charge of keeping our nuclear arsenal safe. A former Dancing with the Stars contestant. Next up, the entire city of Galveston. One of the worst cities in America. Uh, sorry if you live there. Miss Tina Knowles. <gasps> Does she live in Galveston? She's from there. Do you know nothing? Definitely knew that. Tina Knowles is the shining gem on that turd pile of a city. That's where Robert Durst buried all their bodies. Oh my God. True story. Also, uh, a few years ago, a vampire broke into a woman's home wearing only his boxer shorts. <laughs> he started growling and hissing at this woman, saying he'd been alive for 500 years, and then he bit her on the neck because he needed to feed. That's a true goddamn story. <laughs> only in Galveston. Uh, and finally, Texas needs to apologize for basically everything. Football... In particular, in 1920, the University of Texas football team ate their mascot at a banquet because they didn't have enough money to support him anymore. <laughs> what was the mascot? A longhorn. A longhorn. Oh, that's probably pretty good, though. <laughs> <laughs> 
And that's all you have to apologize for, Texas. Just those few things. Just a handful. We'll probably get to the other 49 states, because let's be honest, they're all terrible. They're all terrible, but Texas is in the bottom. Just because they like themselves too much. And I want them to know. And that's our first ever deep dive. We made it. But you know who else is from Texas? Who? Angela Kinsey. What? No way. Yeah. And guess what? What? You're going to hear me sit down with her in her house. (gasps) I can't wait. She let me into her home. Honestly, that's surprising. Yeah. We'll hear from her right after this hilarious commercial. Unhappy Hour is sponsored by Blue Apron, the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Blue Apron's mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone, even me, a guy who orders delivery three meals a day. There are so many steps in cooking, too many steps. But here on Unhappy Hour, I'm going to break down those steps for you and cook a meal thanks to Blue Apron. First step, picking out a recipe. Without Blue Apron, all I'd be doing is scrolling on the internet trying to figure out what I want to eat. I don't know what I want to make. Usually I just order like chicken cacciatore. Let's look that up. This one says I have to remove the wings and use kitchen shears to cut down both sides of the backbone. No, uh uh-uh. No thank you. No thank you! Oh god. Ugh. This one has mushrooms in it. I don't know how to do any of this. What the fuck is a caper? If I can't pronounce it, it's not in my pantry. This one says use a pinch of herb de Provence. Too hard. I'm not going to go out and buy this herb just to use a pinch of it. I haven't pinched anything in my life. What a waste this all is. But Blue Apron ships the exact amount of each ingredient. So there's no food waste, aka leftover seasoning that'll be sitting in my cabinet for months. Plus, Blue Apron's culinary team can surprise me by sending me random recipes, so I don't even have to make any decisions. Recipes aren't repeated within a year, so I'll never get bored. And neither will you. You can check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash unhappy. You'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. And they only cost $10 per person per meal. Never Google search how to remove chicken wings again. Go to blueapron.com slash unhappy. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Well, we are here with Miss Angela Kinsey. Hello. Hello. Why do I have an accent? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I bought uh, my mimosa already. Two sips in, I'm like, hello. Yeah, we have mimosas and donuts, as you should start any morning. Angela. Yes. Is Angela from The Office. Also, uh, Bethany from Haters Back Off. Bethany, yes. <laughs> uh, on Netflix, if you haven't seen it, Miranda Sings. Yes, the lovely Colleen Ballinger brought right. to life this insanely awesome, awkward, hilarious, cringy world. And I, I'm just having the best time doing Bethany. Well, we like to start by asking everybody, what is one thing that you hate that everybody else loves? Well, okay, look, it seems like... Everybody loves musicals, and I kind of hate them. <gasps> I know, I know. Here's the thing. I don't hate all musicals, but there's a few where it's just like two people are standing, and they're talking about something, and now they're singing to each other. <laughs> and I'm just like, ah, okay, let's pump the brakes. Why are, why are we all singing all of a sudden? Let's just take a minute. Is, was that necessary? So, so there you go. I'm probably never going to go to like the Tony Awards because I'm the person that's like, can we just take it down a notch? I don't know. All right, good. 
Does it make you angry that Angela Merkel pronounces her name Angela? Yes, I don't like Angela. I feel like growing up, a lot of people mispronounce my name. Why, why is Angela's hard to say? I don't know. I got Andrea. I've gotten to Angela. <laughs> yes. Uh, so you grew up in Indonesia, which I didn't know. Yes. Uh, even though, yeah, you lived there for like, what, 11 years? 12. 12, 12 years. years. Yeah. And then you moved to Dallas, right? Yes. So what was it like m- moving from like a civilized part of the world to Texas? Yeah, well, there you go. I'll say this. I'll say this. I think all comedians have a real sadness in them <laughs> and uh, I can a sad yes. darkness in them. And uh, I loved Indonesia. I loved growing up there. I loved my school. And then to come to America in the 80s, um, after only living in Jakarta, Indonesia, really, was just such culture shock, like yeah. major culture shock. And I think the sad comedian in me had to take over because it was either <laughs> I'm going to laugh or cry all the day, all the time. Yeah, it was it was really hard, actually. Did you like identify that Texas was like Texas? Well, you know, my family's from Texas. So yeah. I had come home to my grandmother. Now, where my grandmother lives, this small town, I loved. Yeah. But to me, Dallas is a separate thing. Now, I was in Jakarta, Indonesia at like a school where like, I don't know if you've been to Hawaii where like no. everything, no, <laughs> but like imagine like open air huts and your lockers are in a hut and you walk down a pathway and then there's your classroom. Your classroom's indoors, but it's like very sort of like crunchy, beachy feel, even mm-hmm. at your school, like flip flop shorts. No one wears a lot of makeup. I certainly didn't own any hair device, like any, I did not <laughs> blow dry my hair. I just like went to school with my hair wet, let it dry. And then I moved to Dallas in the 80s. And the first day, I sat next to a girl named Bobby, B-O-B-B-I. Her hair was permed out the wazoo. Like, permed hair, big hair, big hair, big hair. Yeah. And she had one eye that had a ton of makeup on. And then one eye had a patch. I don't know. I'm new. I'm trying to make conversation. She's like, hi, I'm Bobby. And I said, hi. I said, oh, I go, do you have pink eye? Because I'm trying to think what happens to your eye, right? Do you have pink pink eye? That's what I always assume first. Right? I don't know. And she goes, oh, no, I got eyeliner tattooed on my eyelids. And this one got infected. Freshman in high school. Freshman in high school. And me growing up at the hippie beach school in Jakarta, I was like, mayday, mayday, mayday. <laughs> Why are people tattooing their eyelids? What has happened to her hair? Where am I? Why did she only put makeup on half of her face? Like, what's happening? Um, so, yes, I think like uh, the comedian in me had to like, that's when I think my real sarcasm was born. <laughs> yeah. Dallas, the TV show was the 80s. Was it? Was that the 80s? I don't know. I was in I don't Indonesia. Know. I saw all that after the fact. I never watched it, but... Because you weren't born. <laughs> <laughs> I was born a couple decades later. No. You I, are a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> I am interviewing the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> Let me tell you about Dallas. Yeah, I'm a, I, I just want to know about Earth before, like, computers and... Yeah. Let me talk to you about a thing called the home telephone. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of telephones, mm-hmm. that was the perfect segue. Oh, I can't wait. Uh... You were a telephone operator. operator I was. For 1-800-DENTIST. Yes, I was. What was that like? Well, do you believe in like a, like hell? Like, do you believe in hell? Um, <laughs> Maybe. You might convince me. Because I encourage you, if you don't, 
to talk to nationwide, so talk to all of America mm-hmm. in all its glory about their rotted teeth <laughs> all day, as many calls as you can. And that's the moment when you're like, oh, maybe this is purgatory. Maybe I've done a bad thing, and I've taken a pit stop here talking to people about their teeth people, all day. People would just call in and be and describe in detail what oh was God. happening so in like, their mouth. So, like, I would say, here, and it's, like, forever burned in my brain. Like, I'm going to be, like, an old lady in, like, a celebrity retirement home or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, right. me and, like, I'm in a corner being, like, 1-800-Dennis. <laughs> You're this just is rocking Angela. back no. and forth saying 1-800-Dennis. Yeah. 1-800-Dennis. This is Angela. Do you need a checkup and cleaning today, or do you have a specific dental problem? <laughs> and then they would detail their specific dental problems. Hmm. Sometimes before you could even finish your script, because you had all these lines you had to say, like, that was line number one. Mm-hmm. And then you had someone listening to you who would say, Angela, you're not quite getting line number one right. And you'd be like, I hate you, and I hate your life. Your life must be worse than my life, because you have to listen to me <laughs> talk to people about their teeth. Anyway, I, my shift started at 6 a.m., Because I was like, I'm an actress and I'm going to go to work early and have my afternoons free. It's going to be amazing. (laughs) But instead, I went and had this job in the morning that crushed my spirit and didn't make me want to ever do anything again. I just wanted to go home and sleep and pretend it didn't happen. So if the P-man got a woman, the the P-man was their code. It's how you had to like put it. I actually wrote a script about all this. But anyway, the P-man got a woman immediately and he would call it like 6 15 the like minute we're on the phone he'd be like i love your pussy your pussy's so beautiful i'd love to talk to your pussy like but he would like he'd be like how's your pussy today like he was so <laughs> kind to the pussy he wanted to talk to the pussy your pussy is beautiful I hope you know how beautiful your pussy is. And he would just go on and on. I like how the the implication is that you were just like, you just let him go on and on. Well, no, no. Like, so the first day I got him, I was like, I don't know what's happening. What's happening? I was like, uh, and the woman next to me, Andrea was her name. She was like, they, Andrea, this group of women, they called me little bit. Cause they're like, what's your name? I was like, Angela. They're like, nope, we're calling you little bit. I was like, okay. Great. So. She was like, little bit got the pee man. And everyone went crazy. They were like, yay. Like it was like this rite of passage. And they were like, transfer him to me. I'll talk to him. We weren't supposed to talk to him. We're supposed to immediately transfer him to a supervisor. The supervisors were all men, but some of the ladies liked to talk to him. But then they would get reprimanded by the quality assurance guys. They'd be like, you talked to the pee man too long. We listened. Um, So yeah, but if the pee man got a man, he would just say, fuck you. And he'd hang up. So I was told one day that I wasn't documenting my calls completely. Mm -hmm. This was a note that I got from the higher ups. And, you know, you have this moment where you're like, you know what? Fuck you. I went to college. (laughs) You want me to document your shitty rotten tooth phone calls better? Here I go. So then when I would get the P-man, we were just supposed to write P-man when we got him in the computer, and that's how we documented it. Mm-hmm. So from then on, whenever I got P-Man, I wrote down every single thing he said to me. <laughs> Good morning. How is your beautiful pussy this morning? I love your pussy. Pussy, pussy, pussy. <laughs> and then I would start documenting every call, like, really thoroughly. Like, man in Virginia called, said his tooth was black. Help me, help me, my tooth is black. My tooth is black. <laughs> it hurts so bad. I tied a string to the doorknob. My son said he would do it. I said, fuck you, my tooth is black. <laughs> So I started just like over documenting everything. And then um, I had a supervisor come to me and he'd be like, "Um, 
you can stop documenting so much. I was like, oh, are you sure? Because I'm happy to document these wonderful people. <laughs> Did the pee man ever get the dental help that he needed? Yes. No, I have no idea. I mean, if dental help was finding a beautiful pussy, right, I have no right. idea. Probably not. Let's Probably be not. Real. Probably not. But now, now I'm like, there were a few people who would call, I would say three a day, who were actually new families that needed a dentist and they were totally normal. But everybody else was like... And then the other thing I don't understand about people who call a 1-800 number is they all own birds. All of them. Yeah, that's a requirement. That's if a requirement. You're calling a 1-800 if you call number, a 1-800 number and you have, you have to a talk black right tooth. right next to the bird. And then the whole time you're like, my tooth is black. And it's like, that's like, that's a real thing, just so you know. So now... And I shouldn't. I judge people that own birds. You should. You absolutely should. I'm just like, why you got to keep a bird in your house? I know some bird owners and they're, yeah, they're insane. They're all insane. I'm taking a bite of donut. Sorry. That's fine. Oh. Make sure you really bite into it so the mic picks it up. Okay. Is that Barry good? loves when, we, when I chew food. You know. I make it as disgusting good? as possible. Okay. There you go. I think biting into a donut is a good time to ask, what is the worst thing about being married to a hunk? Who, uh, who is here. Babe, did you hear that? <laughs> I waited until he, he came in just to objectify him. You probably didn't hear it. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, there's no downside. I will tell you this. I think I have taken pretty good care of myself. You have. I know I'm eating a donut right now, and I, whatever, don't judge. But I will say this. My friends, Michael, Tobias, and Kyle, met my husband, and they were like, Michael and Tobias have been married for 20 years, babe? Yeah, 20 years. And my husband walked in and they were like, I don't know if I can talk. I, uh, <laughs> like their computer shut down. And Michael was like, am I blushing? I'm a little embarrassed. I'm like, what are you embarrassed about? My husband just walked in. And they were like, he's just so handsome. They just like, without him hearing, they went on for a bit. And I was like, you guys are starting to make, to make me feel like, like I'm disgusting. <laughs> like at some point when people meet your spouse and they're like, oh my God, you're like, Oh, am I, what am, am I like? That's what I, yeah. What I really wanted I to look say like is a piece of poop you're on, revolting. I'm and disgusting. Also, here's the other thing, babe, which is he's crazy healthy. Like just is a healthy person. You know, these people, you've known them in your well, life, right? Yeah. Like sort they, of. I avoid them. <laughs> I, I married a healthy person <laughs> and healthy people get up early mm-hmm. and they go to the gym and they're, they're very, they get things done and they do stuff. And I am not the healthy person. I'm the person that's like, I'm going to sleep in a little bit. <laughs> like if the, if the kids don't have school and it's summer, like let's sleep in, let's have a donut. And I'm also. Yeah. Um, so that's I think, the voice all unhealthy people make. That, like that. <laughs> let's yeah. have a donut. <laughs> it is good at least to have that like force. Balance? Yeah. Maybe. Cause, Cause if like, I married another person <laughs> that's like, let's sleep in, have the donut. <laughs> that's like, I have no, yeah, I have no like check or balance mm-hmm. on my, on my unhealthy lifestyle. So it's just like spiraling out of control. This is really, this podcast is really just my cry for help. Oh no. <laughs> let's get you help. Let's find you like healthy adventure person. One day, one day. So we're going to play a game we call Which is Worst. Okay. Uh, Grammatically incorrect, but still fun. Okay. It's office themed. Okay. So it's two scenarios. Okay. And you have to decide which is worse. (laughs) Are you ready? Yeah. First, 
Which is worst? Eating an entire bowl of Kevin's chili off the floor with only your tongue. Or performing an entire three hours of improv with Michael Scott. Oh, man. You have to pick. I think eating Kevin's chili off the floor. Is worse. Is worse. And by the way, you can answer as Angela or Angela. Oh, I see. Okay. It's your, well, de- it's I your think decision. I, Angela, Kinsey, think eating Kevin's chili is worse <laughs> because <laughs> I, because I have a sick kind of cringy, morbid sense of humor. I want to see what three hours of improv with Michael Scott looks like. <laughs> I don't think you'd I, make it. I want, I want to go to that because I know it will go to some sad, desperate places. <laughs> right. And I, I think that cringy side of me really wants to see that. Angela Martin would probably say Eden Kevin's chili because she's a vegetarian and how dare you. Right. Yes. Yeah. Which is worst watching. These are going to get weird. Okay. If that wasn't weird enough. Okay. Watching Jim deep throat an entire ah! bunch of bananas one after the other until tears are streaming down ah, his cheeks. Okay. Or punching Pam directly in the face. Oh my gosh. Um, I will answer as Angela Martin. I don't want to see Jim eat anything <laughs> in his throat, as you said, vulgar person. Jim eating bananas. I would punch Pam in the face over that. <laughs> Even no though one, Jenna's your friend? Jenna's my friend, but no one needs to see that. Like, no one needs to see John brought to tears because he's had to deep throat bananas. I don't need to see that. As John's friend, I don't need to see that. Jenna is hardy stock. She can take a punch. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. I don't know this. Right. You've never tried it. She's from it. St. Louis. My guess is... <laughs> she can take a punch. She can, especially my punch, because let's get real. It's me throwing it, so... Right. And finally... Skinny dipping in a pool of hot vodka with Meredith or having a threesome with Dwight and Moe's in a bed made entirely of beets. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm sorry I brought this into your home. I know. Well, you know, also there's me, the practical me that's like, I feel like vodka would sting my privies. Right? Yeah, especially if it's hot. Yeah, I don't want to, I don't think I'm going to have stingy privies. I don't want to threesome with Moe's. He's like <laughs> furniture, but it's a really tough one. But I feel like a bed of beets and like Moe's probably doesn't know what he's doing. I could probably tell him to just touch my feet and he would think that was enough. Yeah. I, I'm going to say threesome with Dwight and Moe's. Vodka's worse on the privies. Awesome. We made it. Oh my God, we did it. And I finished my donut. Just and now. we finished our donut just in time. Yeah. Thank you so much, Angela, for having us in your house. All right, bye. Bye. Okay, bye. Bestie. So here at Unhappy Hour, we like to end on a happy note. Ooh. A chaser, if you will. Oh. Do you want to know why? Tell me why. Because the chaser is what you drink after you drink something nasty. Oh, clever. To help it go down. Yeah. On Unhappy Hour, a chaser will be the thing that is helping us get through the week that makes all the bad news not so bad. So, Barry, what is your chaser? My chaser this week has to do with my 4th of July celebrations. I was at a lake house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I ate s'mores a la mode. Ooh. For those unfancy folk, that means with ice cream atop. Yes, it's French. Mm-hmm. And it was delicious. And I also was with a tiny puppy the whole weekend. A tiny Westie puppy. It was so cute. That sounds good. Yeah. What made you happy? What was your chaser for the week, Matt? Transparent on Amazon. Love that show. It's really good. So good. Okay. I'm going to not name drop, 
I talked to Jeffrey Tambor in really? L.A. once mm-hmm. when I was on a red carpet interviewing people. Mm-hmm. And you know what he told me? That I shouldn't be interviewing people because I'm bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey Tambor just straight up like told me to stop doing what I was doing. And now you have a podcast. Yep. Take that, Jeffrey Tambor. Emmy award winning Jeffrey Tambor. <laughs> but it's a great show. I'm going to finish it. Proud of you. Thanks. You're welcome. It's about time I finish something. Like this episode. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And that's it for our very first episode. Thanks for listening to Unhappy Hour. You can head to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Hit subscribe, then rate this show and review us. You can use phrases like, so funny, makes my commute. And who's this asshole? I don't even know him, but I love him. Unhappy Hour is an original show from Pineapple Street Media. It's produced by me, Matt Belisai, along with Barry Finkel, Jenna Weiss-Berman, and Josh Wynn. Special thanks to Max Linsky, Henry Malofsky, Emily Becker, Ricky Nevetsky, and Dina Kleiner. Special thanks to our sponsor, Blue Apron, for filling my fridge and for keeping the lights on. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Matt Bellisai. You can pre-order my book, Everything is Awful, and other observations on all the places that they sell books. You can find those links at everythingisawfulbook.com. And that's it. Uh, That's everything. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. But first... Can you do It's Gonna Be Great? You just peaked a little bit. It's gonna be great. Still did. (laughs) It's gonna be great. Oh my god. It's gonna be great. How are you doing that? (laughs) It's gonna be great. (laughs) How far away do I have to get? It's gonna be great.